This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns and Chad P. My kids are going as Dora and Diego because, you know, my kids, kids are, are Guatemalan. Right. My kids are both adopted from Guatemala. You are a horrible person. No, I'm not. My son wanted to go as Diego. He's six. Or maybe I'm a horrible parent. You are. I looked at my daughter and I said, oh, please, please go as Dora. Class is in. Ladies, listen to your man. Now listen to me. Now back to your man. Now back to me. What are you doing? Sadly, your man is not me. Why? Because oh, I'm hosting Rock School. Are you hey. doing the Old Spice bit? <laughs> That's right. You know why? Because I'm going as the Old Spice guy no, for Halloween. Tell I'm me on a not. boat. I'm on a horse. Oh, Look at this. Look at this. My hand. It's a clam you gonna do with that? two tickets to that thing you love. Are you going to do that circular That's circle right. around your mouth thing oh, with yeah. your finger? It's going to be beautiful. Oh. Oh, God. Now look, it's diamonds. <laughs> Anything is possible. Hey, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, my name is Joe Burns. What's your name? I'm Chad P. Hey, dig this. Since it's Halloween, I was looking for things to talk about on Halloween. Yeah. Butchers, as in people who actually yeah. butcher meat. Yeah, I know who butchers are. Well, yeah. Butchers organizations are banding together to warn people. Oh, I heard about Have this. Have you heard about this? About the Lady Gaga meat right. suit. <laughs> They're banding together to warn people against wearing Lady Gaga raw meat mm-hmm. dresses. This has to be said. Apparently so. Out loud. Apparently so. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. I'd All like right. to meet up with somebody who's got one of those suits on. And well, then, uh, you, the thing about it is, like animals will be crawling all over them. Right. I'm being chased by rodents. I can't imagine why, Stinky. <laughs> all right. We do a Halloween show each year. Last year, we did The Ugliest Men in Rock. I think yep. the best screams. We did. And then goofy Halloween songs. Mm-hmm. Well, I decided to try and find something new this year, and I ran into a little thread on the internet called Bands and rock stars Who Are Cursed. What? Cursed. Really? They have a curse upon them. A pox upon you. Like a voodoo curse? Like a voodoo curse. Oh, wow. yeah. That's good. I never thought about voodoo curse, but... Have you ever heard of, and I have a bunch of them here, some of them kind of real, some of them, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Buddy Holly curse? No, I've never heard that he was cursed. Well, I can imagine it has something to do with flying, maybe? Well, he is the one that started it, and apparently that cursed flight, Uh as in the day the music died, started it. But apparently, after that flight, many people who were connected to Buddy Holly Uh. passed away... And bad things happen to them. 
And they call it the Buddy Holly curse. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Seriously. How you say like, oh, he's cursed because people close to him passed away. Doc, well, yes. everybody dies. Yes. Did they die young? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. And in really well. weird ways. Well, I don't, all I don't right. mean weird ways. I don't mean like they fell down a manhole cover or something, but still <laughs> weird ways. So when we get back, we'll play a Buddy Holly tune to represent the day the music died. Mm-hmm. When we get back, I will tell you the Buddy Holly curse as we do curses for Happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, and that'll be the day. Rock school. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye. Yes, that'll be the day when you make me cry. You say you're gonna leave. You know it's a lie, cause that'll be the day when I die. That'll be the day. Buddy Holly, that'll be the day as we do our Halloween show here. Buddy Holly Curse. Okay. Okay, now that first song from Buddy Holly represents, obviously, the death of Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper. So now we got two dead already. Right. When the crash occurred, they were out on the uh, Winter Dance Party tour. Correct. Now, the Winter Dance Party didn't stop. They went on, believe it or not. Yeah, the crickets the went on. Go on. You got it. The person who was hired to replace Buddy Holly in the Winter Dance Party, a Texan by the name of Ronnie Smith, mm-hmm hangs himself in a state hospital in 1962. Well, now, okay. Okay, now so there's when, another death. When did the plane crash occur? Of 59. 59. So three okay. years later. Three Only years three later. Three years later. Huh. David Box. Who's David Box? He is another Holly replacement. Okay. In fact, he was the last replacement for uh, Buddy Holly mm-hmm. with the Crickets. Mm-hmm. He sang Peggy Sue Got Married. In fact, it was the last Crickets recording for Corral Records. All right. He dies in a plane crash. Oh, wow. Now we got four deaths. Ooh. Holly had a good friend by the name of Eddie Cochran. Yeah, I'd right? like Cochran. to help you, son, but you're too young sure. to vote. Yeah. Eddie Cochran records a song for Buddy Holly called Three Stars and then goes on tour in England. Okay. Guess what happens? Uh, he gets into a car crash. Ooh. Gene Vincent survives the car crash. Another writer by the name of Sharon Sheely, who, by the way, is the youngest writer to score a number one hit at the time. Mm-hmm. She survives the car crash, but actually will die an untimely death later. So how many deaths we got around the guy? Now, one, two, three, four, five. So Cochran so died far. in the car Cochran crash. Cochran dies in the did, car that, crash. Those two people survive. Five deaths so far. Uh-huh. There's more. Those are freak accidents, though, man. Freak. There's five. No, and it goes <laughs> on. Here is Eddie Cochran. Come on, everybody. When I get back, I'll tell you more about the Buddy Holly curse. Rock school. think that maybe this whole Buddy Holly curse is just yeah. like a big coincidence. So I understand that we have so what? many dead. No, all what? right. Because I'm not, you know, of age to where I'm going to die from natural causes. You okay. and I are doing this show. If yeah. I leave the studio and go out and get into a car crash, are you cursed? No, because that's one. This is six so far. Well, then if what? you go get in a car crash and the kid in the booth go gets in a car crash and Todd goes and gets in a car crash and Steve goes and gets in a car crash and some guy who I just talked to gets in a car crash. That just means that we got a bunch of bad drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're all around me. And all of a sudden we got the Joe Burns curse. It goes on. All right, tell me. Norman Petty was Holly's manager at the time of the Holly plane crash, right? Okay, yep. His first band to manage after the crickets was... The Bobby Fuller Four. All right. Okay. Bobby Fuller Four is given 
a Crickets song mm-hmm. in 1965 mm-hmm. by the guitarist Sonny Curtis. Mm-hmm. Gave him the song, I Fought the Law, and the Law Won. I know it. Bobby Fuller has a hit with it. Bobby Fuller would be found later on beaten to death with gasoline in his stomach. What? The death would be listed as a suicide. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Believe me, there's a whole story behind that, but we're worried about the Buddy Holly curse. And when did he die? The age of 22, just like Buddy Holly. Hold on. Now we're up to seven. Right. Hey, can't we just call the... What? Uh You could almost Uh call it the Cricket's Curse. It may be. Maybe. I would think so. But Buddy Holly was obviously the name. Sure. But so maybe it sounds better coming from the Buddy Holly curse. It but does. all of these people were associated with crickets. You and just maybe. said it. Maybe. They got the cricket song. It may be the crickets curse. You want to change it mid mid run? Crickets curse? I don't think I'm qualified to change the name of a curse. That's true. We'll have to get in with somebody. I fought the law. Bobby Fuller for Rock School. All right, the Buddy Holly curse, or maybe, as Chad wants to rename it, the Cricket's curse. I think it could be. Right, okay, we'll, we'll file papers for right. that. While we're we'll, getting our book banned. That's right. Right. Two other ones that go along with it, they might be and they might not be. Gary Busey is oftentimes shown Gary to be Busey. part of it. Right, because Bar- Gary Busey played Buddy Holly in the movie. Uh-huh. And he would have a near fatal motorcycle accident. Some He's people not dead. say, well, some people say fatal. He fell down and just <laughs> didn't realize he was dead and is still walking around. Oh. And Del Shannon. You familiar with Del Shannon? I think Runaway? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number yeah, one yeah. hit with Runaway? Mm-hmm. He was at the Winter Dance Party concert okay. and decided to become a rock star because of the Winter Dance Party concert concert so and got, seeing Buddy Holly. Saw Buddy Holly in the crickets right. and was inspired. And was inspired. And what happened to him? He committed suicide. Huh. And that supposedly is the end of the Buddy Holly or the crickets curse. How many deaths do you have to have uh, to uh, curse qualify? Well, eight, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I know Eight's he's what got I lot. got here. He overachieved right there. <laughs> yeah, runaway. All right, I'll give you that one. Yep, rock school. This is Rock School as we do the Happy Halloween show, happy. talking about, uh, We're so talking happy about, about curses. This. Well, let me see if I can't pull it around to be just a little more entertaining. Yeah, okay. Now, well, we just did the Buddy Holly curse or the Crickets curse. Ready for the Spinal Tap curse? <laughs> the Spinal Tap curse. Drummers. Drummers and Spinal Tap. Oh, you did this on All right. <laughs> purpose. All right. Here they are. Chris, I know about them. Chris Papa Cadeau. Uh, he was eaten by his pet python, Cleopatra. Scott Skippy Scuffleton, fate unknown, but presumed dead. Uh, Richard Rick Shrimpton. He allegedly sold his dialysis machine for drugs. Mm-hmm. Joe Mama Besser uh, claimed he, quote, couldn't take this blank, according to an MTV with Spinal Tap. He's either dead or playing jazz. I know. Um, I, I don't know the names, but I know two of the deaths. Well, let me see if I can get to it. Go ahead. Mick Shrimpton is probably one of the deaths you know. Which one? He exploded on stage. No, actually, that's, oh, that's, that's not, not one of them. Peter James Bond, 
He spontaneously combusted. I saw. I know that one. You know that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Stumpy Joe Childs. This is the one you probably know. He choked on vomit of unknown origins because you really can't dust for vomit. Oh, I know that one. Okay. And didn't somebody die from a tragic gardening accident? That's the one we're going to play. <laughs> John Stumpy Peeps. Uh, he was their drummer from 1964 to 1966. Stumpy. Right, he died in a bizarre stumped. gardening accident that the authorities said was best left unsolved. My wife gets tired of that joke. We'll be outside in the yard doing some landscaping. I say, you know, I'm a drummer. Yes, I know about the drummer from Spinal right. Tap who died from the tragic gardening accident. Get back to work. And by the way, here is John Stumpy Peeps in Spinal Tap, or at least an early incarnation of Spinal Tap. Give me some money on the Halloween show. Rock school. Spinal Tap, or an early incarnation. They had like a hundred names. I don't remember what the name was. Give me some money right here on Rock School. That's not funny, the, dude. You did John that on Stumpy purpose. Peeps. You brought in that uh, drummer curse on purpose. I did. I bet you don't have a guitarist curse. Of course not. Uh-huh. Because yeah, we're not cursed. Right, okay. okay. Happy Halloween, everybody. According to the previous month's sales, you don't want to get your house toilet papered this year. What is the most popular candy this Halloween? What do you think, Chad? Reese Cups. You're right. Man, look. I'm telling you. That's my favorite. Any idea what number two is? It's a throwback candy, but apparently the kids are really digging it this year. Uh, Any idea? Um, it's a throwback candy. Jawbreakers? Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks? Yeah, my kids are into them. Oh. I mean, you can't buy enough Pop Rocks for my kids. They adore them. I hate Pop Rocks. Do you really? I despise them. Number three comes in any fun size candy bar. And then number four, Nerds Sour Patch Candies. Mm -hmm. And then number five are Halloween-themed candies, mainly those in gross shapes. Now- You know what's gross? What's that? Candy corn. My wife adores candy corn. I don't like that either. And you know what I like that most people think is gross? What? Popcorn balls. I adore them. I like those. Yep. Now, how do you get your house soaped? How do you get your yard TP'd? These are the least popular candies- they looked at, believe it or not, 4,000 kids and mm-hmm. asked them, what do you not want to get? There is a clear winner, meaning if you give this, you are the worst kid on the block. Fruit. No. <laughs> dumb, dumb lollipops. Oh, really? Yeah. It's no. the worst thing you can give them. As a matter of fact, it's so big a number one that the remainders are just kind of who cares. Hmm. Number two, individually wrapped hard candies like peppermints or butterscotch oh, or those on, stupid little strawberry things. <laughs> number three, healthy Halloween treats like raisins uh-huh. or pretzels. Yeah, nobody wants those. Number four, certificates. What? Yeah, things like well, you give away a piece of paper that's like for a free Frosty or something like that. Oh, good God. And number five, homemade candies or chocolates. They are just flat out suspicious. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to talk to you about the Joy Division and New Order curse. And it looks pretty good. Hello, KLSU. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport. What are you smiling at? I'm just waiting for it. Let me hear it. Well, you know, Shreveport's cursed. Oh, it is. Yes. Cursed with good people. Good people. Good people. Good job there. Hey, thank you very much. By all means, get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show. We're there. We always are. It's open 24-7. See you in a minute. Rock School.
This is Rock School as we talk about curses for Halloween, bands who are cursed. What are you talking about here? The New new World Order? Okay, no, there's a band called Joy Division that right. had a member pass away that they then reformed themselves and renamed themselves as New Order. New Order, okay. okay. In 1979, their first album, Unknown Please, comes out. Their second album, called uh, Close, follows real soon after. Mm-hmm. Real successful. In 1980, Joy Division, that's what they were called originally, their yeah. songwriter, Ian Curtis, at the age of 23, hangs himself. Why? Why? Epilepsy and a failed marriage. It's right on the eve of their first American tour. Right. So that crashes the band. First problem. The band decides to continue without Ian, calls themselves New Order. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1983, they have a massive single hit called Blue Monday. Okay. Okay. Got to make money off it, right? No, they use a different kind of sleeve design by a guy named Peter Saville. And this whole thing is that it's die-cut sleeve, and it needs to be factory designed, and it costs so much to produce that factory records... That was the people that were actually producing them. Yeah. Lost money on each copy sold. And at the same time, they made an investment in a nightclub, so their first big hit lost them money. Just because of the sleeve? Yeah. The Instead sleeve. of the song, the sleeve did it. In 1991, Martin Hannett, their Joy Division production genius, dies at the age of 42 of drug abuse. Right. In 1992, their label, Factory Records, collapses into bankruptcy. They go over to to London Records. Rob Gretton, their manager, dies of a heart attack at 46 in 1999. Factory Records founder, Tony Wilson, Mm. dies of cancer at age 56. In 2007, their biopic Control comes out. High acclaim. We're going to do it. We're we're coming back. The band breaks up. It just seems like every time they're about to have great success... Hmm. Here's Joy Division. Love will tear us apart. Apropos. Rock School. Just a short amount of time to the bottom of the hour. We're doing our uh, Halloween show here, talking about bands that appear to have a curse or really bad luck. Yeah. The Temptations, one of Motown's greatest. Let's talk about the classic five lineup, the original lineup. That was back in... Oh, way back in the 1960s, back when they were really putting out their monsters. My Girl, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Just My Imagination. Sure. Of the classic five, four of the main guys are already gone. Huh? Four of the main guys. David Ruffin, lead singer on, like I said, My Girl, Ain't Too, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, mm-hmm. he dies of a cocaine overdose in 1991. Hmm. Eddie Kendricks, he was a lead singer on Just My Imagination, dies of lung cancer in 1992. Hmm. Paul Williams, the baritone of the group, commits suicide in 72, and bass singer Melvin Franklin dies of a brain hemorrhage in 95. Wow. There's only one left, Otis Williams. And by the way, he is still performing. Well, if I were him, yeah, if I were him, I'd go check myself into a little rubber room with no sharp objects. Or at least make sure that you have good insurance. That too. Ain't too proud to beg. Temptations. Rock school. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have 
Temptations on Rock School. Man, we've played a lot of music. We played seven songs to the bottom of the hour. Didn't think that many people had uh, curses on them. Well, I got a lot more for you. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Happy Halloween. Yes, sir. Happy Halloween. Make sure you give away good candy. Like Reese Cups. Yeah, like Reese Cups. God, I love Reese Cups. We have to buy our candy the day of Halloween. Why? I consume it. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's insane. But do you know how the good deals that you get the I'm day after you. Halloween? I'm it's like you. Black Friday I know. for candy. It's sad. Monday, October 25th. Sunday, October 31st. Seven days, 70 seconds. Chad's got Monday go. Well, all right. Ronnie James Dio announced he's reuniting with his old Black Sabbath. That was October 25th, only four years ago in 2006. Tuesday, October 26, 2004. Forbes magazine officially names Elvis the Pelvis Presley the top-earning <laughs> dead celebrity. It's not a title I'd like. Wednesday, October 27th, back in 92, Bo Diddley took his ex-manager to court claiming he had taken 75 grand through unauthorized personal expenses. I'm not paying for your restaurant. That's right. Thursday, October 28th, 2003, Courtney Love turns herself into the Los Angeles Police Department to face charges of uh, possessing prescription painkillers, hydrocortisone, and oxycontin. Say those three times fast. I, I almost didn't get through the word possess. Possessing, I mean. October 29th in 2003, research by Professor James Kalaris of the University of Cincinnati College of Business Administration found, get this, songs get stuck in our heads because they create a brain itch. I have that. And they can only be scratched by repeating a tune over and over and over again. Saturday, October 30th, 2003, the file sharing application Napster returns to the internet as Napster 2.0 Offering a pay-for download service. You have to pay for Napster now? Yeah, man. Isn't it all free? God, the world's free. Uh, Sunday, October 31st. Happy Halloween, 2003. On the final night of her farewell tour, Cher is named the year's biggest touring female by Billboard. Grosses $145 million and draws 2.2 million fans to over 200 concerts. Yeah, man. And that's seven days and 70 seconds. We move back to people who are cursed. Jerry Lee Lewis. What? People tend to die around this guy. As in great balls of fire? You got it. In Are fact, you serious? Uh, the thing about it is, a lot of times when people say uh, a person is cursed, they can lead it back to when they did something. So uh-huh. They're cursed because of this. The people who say there is a Jerry Lee Lewis curse state it's because he married, as his third wife, yeah. Myra Gale Brown. She was his first cousin once removed and only whoa. 13 Wait, whoa, years whoa, 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 old. Whoa, 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 back it up, back yeah. it up. Yeah. What did you say? He married his first cousin. His 13-year-old. 13 years old, yeah. It was found out while he was starting a tour in the UK, mm-hmm. and the press found it out over there, and he was basically shamed off the stages and had to come back to the United States. Also, he did this in secret. Oh, yes, and was found out. Uh, he was apparently banished from the whole music scene, fully blackballed, except for Alan Freed. Alan Freed kept playing him. Now, here's all the things that happened. Oh. His fourth marriage to Jaron Elizabeth Gunn Pate ended when she drowned in a swimming pool. That's oh, one. Fourth marriage. So cousin, first cousin. Was... Oh, it goes on. No, 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 no more actual real close relatives. His fifth wife was Sean Stevens. This marriage ended with a death from a drug overdose. His sixth marriage was to Carrie McCarver, with whom he had one child. This marriage lasted 20 years, but then ended the divorce in 2004. Now, it goes on, and I'm going to come back and tell you some other stuff. 
that happened. Well, but so, first, so far I got a simple solution. Don't marry Jerry Lee Lewis. Apparently, you get near this guy and he's like the kiss of death. A whole lot of shaking going on. We'll be back in just a minute. Rock's gold. I'm all over, baby. Gotta imagine that the Lewis family reunion was a weird place to be since things didn't work out with first cousin ex-wife. Where's Debbie? Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I was told not to mention that. Okay, there's more. Lewis had six children. Two, no information really has been published about that. Yeah. You know? In 1962, his son, Steve Allen Lewis, drowns in a swimming pool accident when he's three. In 1973, Jerry Lee Lewis Jr. is killed in a car accident at the age of 14. Wow. His current living children are a daughter, Phoebe Lewis, and a son, Jerry Lee Lewis III. Uh So he loses kids. Furthermore, I don't know if this really fits in the curse, but it's an interesting story. In 1976, while entertaining folks at his 41st birthday party at his home in uh, Tennessee, he shoots his bass player. What? Shot him. Butch Owens shot him in the chest with a 357 Magnum handgun. Because he missed a note? I have no idea. It says here, Lewis states, because you got to imagine, once the bullet hits, all right, let's get the story ready, fellas, because the police are going to be here at any point in time. Lewis claims he thought the gun was unloaded. Oh, okay. Okay. Owens himself, who survives, by the way, claims that Jerry Lee was attempting to shoot a bottle and he merely got hit with a ricochet. I don't know. Was the bottle in front of your chest? Was the bottle made of stainless steel? I have no idea. There you go. Jerry Lee Lewis. Goodness gracious, man. Great balls of fire. Rock school. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Okay, time to take a break here on Rock School, our Halloween show talking about bands that are cursed. Believe it or not, there is a band where people believe that only one instrument in the band is cursed. What? Tell you about that after the break. Oh, wow. Most popular costumes this year, Snooky specifically, or any Jersey Shore character. Yeah. There's actually a situation costume, Mm -hmm. which has a real tight black shirt over top of a a bodysuit. When you lift it up, it has fantastic washboard abs. I might get that for my everyday life. Uh, Number two, Lady Gaga. Once again, don't wear the raw meat. Yeah. Uh, any Alice in Wonderland costume is huge this year, especially why. with the big heads. Well, I heard that this morning yeah. on a, uh, another radio show. I don't know. That's just crazy. Said. Newsmaker costumes are big this year as well, specifically Steven Slater, the jet blue guy. Oh, yeah. So you dress up like a guy in jet blue. You put a big Band-Aid on your forehead and carry two beers with you, and you're him. <laughs> uh, apparently, for couples, one of the big ones is Tiger Woods and his wife. Elon. I don't remember. What's her name? Elon. Elon. You apparently dress up like Tiger Woods with a beat-up face. And for the female, you put on a blonde wig and walk around holding a bloody golf club. And uh, the other one is the one I'm going as, the old Spice Guy. The old Spice Guy. Yeah, for kids, uh, girls, princesses still rule. It's been number one for years. And for boys, superheroes are number one. Yeah, Yeah, my son's going as Dash. Is he? Yeah, he didn't want to dress in with 
costume I wanted for him. What's that? Well, I was going to dress up as Troy Landry from Swamp People and dress oh, him good. up as an alligator. My kids are going as Dora and Diego because, you know, Your my kids, kids are, are Guatemalan. Right. My kids are both adopted from Guatemala. You are a horrible person. No, I'm not. My son wanted to go as Diego. He's six. Diego is from Guatemala. I know where Diego's from. Yeah, he's, he's like a little mini hero to my son. So my son wanted to go as Diego. And I looked at my daughter. Maybe I'm a horrible parent. You are. I looked at my daughter and I said, oh, please, please go as Dora. Okay. Yeah. Well, she'll do anything. Oh, those so, are my godchildren, man. I know. I, know. I have to intervene. Oh, uh, well, the pictures are going to be a adorable. And and when I'm taken to court, they can use them against me. Hello, WBSD Burlington, Wisconsin. Thanks for running the show. Hello, Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. I would say happy Halloween to you, but I don't know how. I I may be going to court over this. Mm -hmm. Back in a minute. Rock School. Uh, it's the Halloween show on Rock School. You know, My I just thought of something, and I'm going to tell you this person. right now. Yeah, what? If we're going to talk about how drums are cursed, yeah. I will leave this set right no, now. No, no, no. It's not the drummer. Okay. It's not the drummer. All right. You're familiar with the Grateful Dead, obviously. I am. When I was looking this up online, there were two or three little threads where people stated that the keyboard player position in the Grateful Dead was cursed. Hmm. Because Ronald Pigpen McKernan, member of the 27 Club, right. died of alcoholism. Keith Gadshaw, in 1980, dies in an automobile accident. Yeah. And then Brent Midland dies of a drug overdose in 1990. Wow. Three keyboardists, whoop, right in a row out of the Grateful Dead. You know, I feel bad by, by thinking this, but I don't feel so horrible now for the Spinal Tap uh, jokes because Spinal Tap's not a real band. Right. This is actual... This is an actual this real is real band. life. And it came right out of the same instrument. Yeah. Here is Brent Midland. Touch of Grey, Grateful Dead. Rock School. Eleven minutes left in the show, and I got uh, one, two, three, four curses left to talk about. We're not going to get to them all, so I'll, I'll get to one I know that will bother you: the Def Leppard curse. Oh, come on! It's not because of Rick Allen. <laughs> well, it's Rick Allen and uh, one other guy. Rick Allen didn't die. No, he didn't. But something very terrible happened to him. But he's still playing. According to members of the band, there are a lot of other rock stars that won't perform with them won't ride in cars with them, and what? won't fly with them. Oh, good grief. Because, it's not contagious. Because it's believed these people have a curse around them. No, they don't. Uh, well, yeah, it's believed because of Rick Allen, obviously, getting into the car accident, losing, losing his, his arm, arm. and right. also uh, Stephen Steve Clark, the original rhythm and sometimes lead guitarist, losing his life. That's only two. Well, how many you gotta lose? Well, I'm just saying, like, um, don't ride on a plane with the new Leonard Skinner. That um, that one I'll believe. But I mean, two people. I'm only and he didn't telling even you. Die. I'm only telling you what other people say. Well, other people are wrong. Here's Let It Go. Yeah, Let It Go. Yeah, that's that. Thank you. Here's Def Leppard. Rock School. Well, you know how to push my buttons. I do. 
Last break on Rock School. Here's two that I'm not going to talk about. There's a supposedly Led Zeppelin curse, which was brought about because of Jimmy Page's love of Aleister Crowley. Oh, yeah, man. He right. was all up into the occult and everything, huh? And there's a Leonard Skinnerd curse. Oh, I believe that one. Yeah, which, really as a matter of fact, all of the original members are gone except for Gary Rosington. Mm-hmm, Somebody mm-hmm. may be able to call in and say, well, no, there's a, some backup singer somewhere. But if I'm not mistaken, the original members, Artemis Pyle is still around, but I don't believe he was an original member. Mm. But uh, Gary Rosington, as far as I know, is the only original member left of the band. Got to be something good we're going to end on. I know this is going to be good. Apparently, there is, some people believe, a curse on making. Georgia what? musicians. Wait, this is a Macon, U.S. Georgia. city. Yeah. You can't curse a U.S. city. Well, the musicians of there, uh, because of Little Richard and all the bad stuff that's happened to Little Richard. Right. Allman Brothers Band. Now, someone's going to say, hey, hey, Allman Brothers are from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, but two big deaths from the Allman Brothers Band came in Macon, Georgia. From what? Dwayne Allman ran into a flatbed truck motorcycle accident uh-huh. October 29th, 1971. Right. And then almost a year, exactly, I think it was a year and a month later, Barry Oakley, the bassist, yeah. almost in the same spot, it's something like two streets over, gets into another motorcycle accident. Well, that doesn't mean that the dies. city is cursed. That well, just means that they need better road construction. Little Richard, the two of the Allman brothers, and also another native of Macon, Georgia, Otis Redding, dies in a plane crash. Get out of here. So there's three out of Macon, Georgia. Wow, I so don't want to work for the Macon City Tourism uh, Department. Are. So maybe there's something on Macon, Georgia, and that's the one we're going to end on. I love Otis Redding. We're going to get out with Otis Redding. They call me Mr. Pitiful, yeah. and I'm not inferring anything from that. So, <laughs> hey, happy Halloween, everybody. Halloween. I'm Joe Burns. Chad P. Class is dismissed. Happy